welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast, and yes, I am your host, Austin Gerke, and boy, a week felt nice, but, and I do apologize for skipping out on you guys all last week. I did plan on doing the NFL season preview thing a week early, but I totally blanked out last week. Last big vacation until we go daily starting, the show goes daily starting September 6th. So, last huge vacation, not a whole lot, if you did miss anything, uh, Deshaun Watson's suspension got moved up to 11 games, Uh, okay, cool, fine, does that really, you know, he's still not remorseful, you know, is it enough to stop the angry mob from complaining, probably not, but... Eh, it's, it is what it is. In the baseball world, of course, we'll cover the six games or six series to watch this weekend and got a lot to say about the team playing at Yankee State. You know, I got a lot to say about the Yankees kind of sliding. Although, Giancarlo Stan did return last night, did go, what, two for four last night, and the bottom of the lineup went 10 for 20, got you know, you have 20 hits in one game. That's pretty good. This offense can do it. The Nestor Cortez injury, a little frightening. The Dodgers doing what they're doing, just winning. I don't even I don't even know if a Dodger fan knows what it's like to lose a game yet. But we'll wait till October with how this all plays out. So we'll just give you the series to watch for this weekend. Uh, for my NASCAR fans, of course, I went 0 for 2 in both cases with the picks last week. But there is an update for um, as far as the playoff picture goes. And I read about this and saw it on Instagram last night. Or actually, saw it on Instagram and then being the pseudo-journalist that I was, you know, I went to school for that, that's how I started doing this in the first place, but, let's see, I'm on, yeah, I'm still recording, I'm just looking at my computer screen off to the edge, and it looks like I'm frozen, but, anyway, I want to double-check, make sure this source is true, and it is true, but Kurt Busch will be missing the playoffs, so, and he declined to have his medical waiver because that is the one loophole for uh, injured drivers. If you've won a race and you tend to miss like a race or three or four, then NASCAR allows you to have a waiver. Well, uh, Kurt Busch and 2311 Racing have decided to not go for that medical waiver. So Kurt Busch, Kurt Busch's playoff spot has been vacated. Which now means there are now two spots open in the playoffs now, which means it's guaranteed at least one guy will get in on the playoffs. So now, instead of Martin Truex being outside of the playoffs, he's now in pretty dang comfortably right now. So now there's three scenarios to fill out those two spots. Either Ryan Blaney or Martin Truex could win, lock up that one spot, and then the other will get in on points. Or a repeat winner, so Chase Elliott, who did clinch the regular season championship last week at Watkins Glen. And yes, Chase Elliott fans did Kyle 
you know, was that a cheap move? I would strongly disagree and say no. But, you know, it's not. Kyle Larson was on the outside. Chase Elliott did choose the inside lane. Going into turn one at Watkins Glen, which, by the way, that is the preferred line that Chase Elliott did choose. That is. You know, what? because for NASCAR, for those that don't pay attention, uh, that aren't followers of this sport very often, this is, in fact, the most I've talked into this this much, but... On the restart, so basically you've had an accident, the caution, uh, the leader gets to decide, actually all the drivers now, it used to only be the leader, but now all the drivers can decide on where to restart their cars for the next set of uh, green flag laps when they get to go full bore into a turn or straightaway or wherever, depends on the track size. Well, at Watkins Glen, Chase Elliott did choose the inside lane, which at Watkins Glen, which is a seven-turn road course, it's a big old two-mile road course out in the New York woods. Uh, Chase Elliott did choose the right side. He chose the bottom. Kyle Larson chose the top. Larson wanted to squeeze Elliott out, and he squeezed Elliott off the track, which isn't illegal. It's just a little shaky, but... Was it completely dirty? No. But anyway, all that to say, your boy is 0 for 2 as far as picks and gave you the update on the playoff picture. So now there are only two spots left in the playoffs. The playoffs do start next weekend at Darlington. But as far as this weekend goes, race in Daytona, you know what? As much as this guy rubs me the wrong way, he irks me every time he... A grown man who cries for a second-place finish at Michigan when, quite frankly, he didn't have a shot. He lost by four seconds three weeks ago. I'm going to go with Bubba Wallace to take the win at Daytona. If you want a backup driver, go with Ricky Stenhouse. If there's going to be any repeat winner, so this is your third option. If there's going to be a repeat winner, uh, go with... Who do I want to go with if you're going to have a repeat winner? Uh, Denny Hamlin. So as far as the official pick, I'll go with Bubba Wallace. And then your backup picks will be Ricky Stenhouse and Denny Hamlin. So as far as NASCAR goes, that is your setup for this weekend. And I'll see you guys for the playoffs. And I'll break down who I think will end up in the championship for at Phoenix for next Friday's episode. With that, let's get to the rest of the show. Let's go ahead and give you guys the baseball picks. And, believe it or not, there is college football this weekend. It's not everybody. You're not going to have Alabama yet. You don't have USC yet. Uh, UCLA played against Hawaii last year. So this is this weird time. It's late August. Summer's winding down. Labor Day's right around the corner. So college football and the playoff committee kind of want to throw some games out there so it is college football time i'll wrap this show up with that but first let's get to the baseball picks for the weekend and then i'll give you the college football picks and i'll give you guys the rules going forward for what the college football picks will look like for the rest of the year so let's go ahead and get the baseball picks underway 
if my phone would be a little faster, although it's just being really slow today. I don't know why. <sighs> come on, Murray. Come on, come on. All right, I gotta check the Wi-Fi very quickly. Yeah, it's on 2G, that's why. That's why it's so dang slow. There we go, okay. Yankees A's, of course the Yankees are in this package. They always will be as long as I do this show, no matter how long I do this show. You got Garrett Cole against J.P. Sears. J.P. Sears, for Yankee fans who don't follow the show very often, he was part of the Yankee Montas trade. So this will be the second ex-Yankee that the Yankees themselves have had to face. Remember, they faced Jordan Montgomery uh, three weeks ago. Yeah, it's been three weeks ago up to this point when the Yankees played the Cardinals on a Saturday and that was the game in the middle of their little five-game losing streak and everybody was f still, including me, still freaking out as to what the heck is going on with the offense. But at least they're coming back now. I do take the Yankees over the ace. Uh, the Marlins and the Dodgers are underway right now. Uh, that's series number two. Mainly because I want to see how the Dodgers can keep this up. Right now, let's go into the stats very quickly. As far as player stats, let's go team totals. Let's just see what the Dodgers are in pitching. Lead the league in team ERA to 285. Wins at 86. Uh, they lead the league in whip at a 105. Uh, they lead the league in the lowest walks against average. It's the BAA. Balls against average. So the Dodgers have that. So they are truly, and I'm willing to admit this, I'm not a Dodger fan, but I'm willing to admit they are the best team right now. And once we get to playoff mode, which is at least another three, four weeks away, uh, I'm still going to say that even until we get to the playoff review. But anyway, Dodgers, Marlins, series number two, series number three is the Angels and Blue Jays. Because now the AL East got a little more interesting due to the Yankees stumbling up a little bit. So the Angels and Blue Jays, series number three, series number four, Rays and Red Sox. Again, the Rays and the Jays are battling for that top wildcard spot in the American League. So that's another reason to watch there, too. Let's see. Uh, one, two, three, Angels, Blue Jays. Series number four, Rays, Red Sox. Series number five, the Orioles and the Astros. Why? Yes, the Astros have the best record in the American League. Yes, Lance McCullers is on the hill tonight. Yeah, he is. He's on the hill tonight. But the story is about the Orioles. If you look right now, I know I'll just go through this again, but I'm going to go ahead and finish this out. Uh, let me check the wild card very, very quickly. Yeah, Baltimore is two and a half games out of the third wild card spot, which is held by Seattle right now. So the story is the Orioles. Remember, at the beginning of this season, I did not think Baltimore was going to be at least competitive for anything this season. But yet somehow, they found a way to sneak in. 
Now they've got bad issues. Got a 6.35 ERA, which eh, not too great overall, but at least over his last segments, it'll go. It'll work. So let's see. Yankees A's, series number one. Dodgers Marlins, series number two. Series number three. Angels Blue Jays, series number four. Rays Red Sox, series number five. Orioles Astros. And series number six, the Twins and the Giants. So those are your six series to watch for this weekend. Again, Twins Giants. The Orioles and the Astros. The Rays and the Red Sox. The Blue Jays and the Angels. The Dodgers and the Marlins. And the Yankees and the A's. Those are your series to watch for this weekend. With that said, I got one more sport and one more game pick. Or not game pick, but several game lists of picks to give you guys before I go. Let's go ahead and jump to college football. Yes, it is not Labor Day weekend. Not quite yet. It's not there yet. But there is college football this weekend, surprisingly. And I'm going to give you the games that I might stumble upon that might seem interesting to you. Especially in a Saturday morning type setting. Let's go ahead and jump to those now. Come on, come on, come on, phone. I don't have. Actually, I do have all day. There we go. Let's go ahead and do this. Come on, there we go. All right, so let's get to FBS. There we go. All right, so let's see what's up for today. Uh, Austin P. Western Kentucky. I'm talking about this weekend because there are games. Austin P. Western Kentucky. No, I'll take Western Kentucky anyway. Uh, Northwestern over Nebraska. UNLV over Idaho State. Utah State over UConn. Illinois over Wyoming. Florida State over Duquesne. Uh, FAU over Charlotte. North Carolina over Florida A&M. UTEP over North Texas. Nevada over New Mexico State. And Hawaii over Vanderbilt. So those are the games and those are the winners for that week. If you do watch those games, and I probably will, let's take some of these. I'll probably end up watching Nevada and Mexico State because I want to see what Nevada will look like without Carson Strong. Remember, he moved on to the NFL, so I want to see what Nevada will look like without him. Uh, otherwise, Nebraska and Northwestern, basically the lame duck here for Scott Frost. He has to turn it around in Lincoln, otherwise he got no shot, but... I'm going to go with Nebraska just so Scott Frost has some momentum heading into next week. But otherwise, that's it for this weekend. Now, for my college football fans, I'm going to wrap this show up with this because this is going to be the rule I'm going to use starting Labor Day weekend. So basically next weekend when we have everybody playing, and yes, there are going to be some games on Thursday. There are going to be some games on Friday. So I won't be doing any of those Thursday games, September 1st or the 3rd, 
There will be some games then. But the rule will be this. It goes back. Actually, I'm going to use the same rules I do for Major League Baseball, which is you give you five, maybe six, depending on the matchup. A lot of it's going to be in the top 25. So it's going to be a mix of top 25 only plus whatever conference you choose. So it's almost like the college basketball rules when it comes to the game list. I'm only sticking to the top 25. And if, if, and this is where I want you guys to start commenting again, if you want me to cover a conference or cover a team in a specific conference, please leave it in the comment section either on Rumble or the Facebook page or any of the audio platforms you find this show on. So that will be the rule going forward. It's like the college football. It's the games list section for college football will be that rule. It'll be just like college basketball. Top 25 only unless you guys leave it in the comment section or, 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 or. It's a very intriguing matchup. And don't forget, this show will also be returning daily starting September 6th, which is two weeks away. And, as if I haven't promised you guys enough, remember I was going to give you guys the season preview show for the NFL before I left town for my last big vacation, but, but, I forgot, but that doesn't mean I'm never, I didn't forget the show, I didn't forget what I was going to do for that show, Instead, what I'll do is this. I'll probably record it in the middle of the week next week and get it to you guys released on September 8th, opening night, before kickoff of the Rams and the Bills, and then I'll be back later that night to recap the game. So that will be the plan for the NFL season preview. I'm going to record it Wednesday and get it released to you guys on September 8th and then do a live show later that night after the game is done. So that part of the schedule is still there. And I do once again I do apologize for kind of blowing you guys off last week, but I'm back now and in fact starting in fact in a couple weeks this show will be back to its daily grind. So until then, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Don't forget you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Apple, Google, if you know the, well, Apple, if you know the trick, Google, Spotify, uh, Google, Spotify, iHeartMedia, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Samsung, Pandora, Podvine, uh, Podchaser, several platforms you can find this show on. You can also watch this show on Rumble. Just go on rumble.com, search for the username ADGERKE. That's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have all 401 episodes. All 401. Just search for Rumble. Go on rumble.com, search for ADGERKE. Click subscribe and you'll have all 401 episodes. To follow this show on social media, you can either do it on the Facebook page. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast on Facebook. You can also do it through post-show interaction. Just follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerke on Twitter for post-episode interaction. 
And to follow this show on Instagram, you can either follow this show's hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin's on it podcast, or or you can follow me directly at Austin Spamonti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Otherwise, that is about it. Uh, I will see you guys next Friday for the last of the summer scheduled shows. And because after that, again, repeating one more time, the show will be back on its daily grind starting September 6th. But until then, you got one more Friday show. But until then, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. And I'll see you guys next Friday.